0: Hello, my name is Sophia Fedraza, and welcome to part three, the final part of this three-part series. Yay! Okay, so today we will be comparing gothic elements in Beowulf um, to Markheim. Like all of our other parts, we will start off with a summary of Beowulf, um, and to find a summary of Markheim, be sure to check out episode one of this series. Beowulf is an epic poem about a warrior named Beowulf who had an extraordinary extraordinary deeds to his credit. A monster named Grendel is wreaking havoc in the country of King Hogthar, and a hero named Beowulf comes to help. Prior to returning to his native land of Greatland, the brave Beowulf uses his remarkable strength to kill Grendel and then slays Grendel's fearsome mother. For the rest of his days, Beowulf aims for a grand goal, and once he achieves it, he becomes the king of the Greats and rules for 50 years in quiet The protagonist, Beowulf, and his loyal follower, Wiglof, leave to battle a dragon that is menacing the kingdom of Greatland. Beowulf defeats the dragon, but he is killed in the process. Compared to Markheim, one gothic element that both pieces of literature share is monsters. Monsters is used to add fictional horror to a text and create a character that is meant to scare the readers as they do not know how the monster will act in the story. Another way mon- monsters can enhance the story is by creating drama, and they can represent d- deeply hidden aspects of ourselves, reminding us of the potential, potential danger that comes from giving in to our, our, our own primal urges. In Beowulf, the, monsters ca- the monster characters are Grendel, his mother, and the dragon. The main character is threatened by these three monsters and is infamous for defeating monsters. Two characters in particular come straight from hell, Grendel and his mother. In the text, the people of the Danes were singing and celebrating happily when all of a sudden a switch happens when the monster Grendel arrives. Grendel at that exact moment is described as, in quotes, grim demon haunting the the marches, marooning around the heath and the desolate fiends, end quote. This description gives the readers an idea of how much the presence of Grendel makes everything so gloomy. This makes Beowulf's heroic image increase later on because he is the one who slays the monsters who once tormented the people. The second monster, Grendel's mother, is written as, in quotes, monstrous hellbred, broadened by on her wrongs. End quote. Yes, both Grendel and his mother came straight from hell, and they enforce their origins in the way they terrorize innocent people. Markheim himself can be argued a monster in his murderous acts of killing the innocent dealer. Markheim's monstrous character is shown when he says. In quotes, you find me with red blood hands that presume such baseness, and this is and and is this crime of murder indeed so impulse, impu- impiguous as to dry up dry up the very springs of good? Markheim is found with blood on his hands because he killed the dealer, and follows up with the question. To the ghost asking if the crime he committed is so horrible that it takes away from all good. This quote can be interpreted as Markheim being a little sarcastic in the way that he questions how bad his crime really was. This shows Monsters' character by not understanding the extent of how horrible his crimes were. Another, uh, another quote that urges or argues Markheim as monster, is when he says, Do you think I have no more generous aspirations than to sin, 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 and at the last sneak into heaven? He knows he is not a good person, yet his life consists of sinning, and even though he sins, he still hopes of sneaking into heaven. He cannot take responsibility for his actions and think they will be dismissed at the gates of heaven which proves he is a monster because monsters never say sorry and continue to do harm with the mindset they will be forgiven no matter how horrible they are. Both characters in Beowulf and Markheim have monsters in the way they do not take responsibility for their actions and never characterize themselves as doing harm and it being something they are sorry for. I'm going to end this podcast with a reflection of how gothic writers I have studied in this course have changed my understanding and appreciation for literature. I have always been a huge fan of horror, especially horror movies. I love scary creatures and stories, and when I first found out this course would focus on gothic literature, I was very intrigued and excited to read rather than watch a m- movie that gives... um. Rather, i was excited to read about a book rather than watch like a horror movie um i it was especially fun to learn about all the different aspects of gothic literature and it really did give me more of an, an appreciation for literature as these books cater to topics that i know and love that is all for today and i hope you enjoyed thank you for listening